Let me find that picture of those tits. Let me see. So it's just somebody's. Why am I writing these? I, I feel <laughs> Tristan has these very large, the professional grade looking can headphones that she wears on the train for my music. Do people tap for my you Broadway on the shoulder and say, "Excuse me, Miss, are you a DJ? Are you Dr. Dre?" <laughs> they are not Beats. They're not Beats. However, I wanted Beats, but then I was like, "Oh, they're really expensive, and I don't really care about sound." Okay. Or well, image. Then so. why do you have these huge? Cans, if you don't care about sound, you clearly want to hear good music. I like them. I like, I I don't know. I'm just tired. I was just telling you about how I think earbuds are kind of disgusting. Yeah. And I'm just tired of shoving things inside my head. Okay. They're like tampons for your head. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. Though, I will say, oh, a Q-tip in your firmly ear. placed yeah. in the ear canal where it does not belong like gives me shivers. It feels so, so great. Good. Uh, do your tampons play music? Do yours not? <laughs> no, because I'm over here using OBs. I don't even have uh, an applicator. I had to use OB for the first time at a Broadway play. Uh, um, I wasn't in it. I was just there watching. <laughs> Confusing, I know. Um it like randomly started my period when we were on, I think we were there for like the Del Close Improv Festival. Sure. And a bunch of us had gone to, uh, it was either, so we went to two shows. We went to I Am My Own Wife, which was oh. a one man show by, oh, what is that guy's name? But Kenny it, Metroff. <laughs> um, he did, He also did, an, oh God, well this is, a nightmare. Let me look him up because he's a very talented performer, and so Sean he plays Hayes. a bunch of characters. And was a really Sean Hugh Hayes. Jackman. I am my own wife. I think he's like Gregory Peck. Uh, no, mm, I'm out of actors. I am my own wife, and it's a, is an examination of the life of German antiquarian Charlotte von Malsdorf. Born Lothar Belfelda, who killed her father when she was a young child and survived the Nazi and communist regimes as East, in East Berlin as a transgender woman. Were so one I of saw those that words light piece of fluffkins. No, I'm looking it up now. But anyway, he was so talented and that I got my period. Started. <laughs> um, Jefferson Mays. Oh, Jeff. Is the guy's name. But he also did... Another show, which I cannot think of the name is. That's fine. Um, anyway, I got my period. We were there, and my friend was like, oh, sure, I have a tampon. Here's an OB. And I was like, okay. I said tampon. I said tampon. What is this little enema? <laughs> and so I went down, and this theater was so old that it was in. It was The bathroom had two stalls oh, no. in a Broadway show. Oh, no. There were thousands of people there. So I was just like, hey, who, hey, jam, jam, jam. Shove it up there. And I like got it in there, but it was like, I don't know if this ever happens with you with OBs or if you're so skilled at putting them in there. But like I could feel it the whole time. Like, oh, yeah, you didn't like have the it bottom of it. Enough. Yeah. Did you leak all over right. Jeffrey Hayes' head? Whatever <laughs> <laughs> his name is, Jefferson. Jefferson Mays. Mays. Uh, I, Tony I, Award winning actor. I think I willed my period to start at a baby shower once. I was at a baby shower and it was way before I wanted to have kids and it was like really baby showery. Like it was really girly and like everyone, oh my God, the bottle warmer. 
open oh, you had up to the open gifts all the gifts and oh Jesus. god and like play all the games and all the stuff and i was like feeling really uncomfortable and all of a sudden i was like my period started like the the gates had opened the floodgates had been torn open <laughs> and the red sea came pouring through and i was like i think that was my body being like nope <laughs> muscle photo milk glands this just sounds Why are you like, saying ugh? The so, woman's body is a miracle. I know. To me, it sounds like that. Milk Remember ducks. that exhibit that was called Bodies and you like see the inside of people's bodies? I do. This is what it looks like. This was gross. <laughs> Hello. And welcome to Baddest Mothers in the Room. I'm Casey, the mother of Bo, a 20 and a half month old baby boy. And I'm Tristan. I'm the mother of Nellie, a 17 and a half month old baby girl. We're the kind of gals that didn't know if we were going to have babies or not, but we did it and we're here to talk about it. No, we are not professionals, so don't take our advice if we give you any too seriously because we are just here to talk about the perils of parenting. Yeah, you can go ahead and weigh in on all of our topics or give us new ideas on what you want to hear us yammer on about. Yammer. Isn't that thing a thing? Isn't that like a business thing? Yammer. Yammer. I think it just. I means think it's like, like talk and talk. Well, yeah, but I think it's also like a, not an app, but some kind of you know like Skype or something. Oh, I think, yeah. Or like uh, LinkedIn kind of Yammer. thing. Yeah. Yammer. I don't know. That sounds like something that would be an app. Mm, sorry, I just took a bite of my <laughs> Easter egg. Mm. Casey's just eating a hard-boiled egg. Just a big old egg. <laughs> I'm on a hard-boiled egg diet. That's all I can have. But I like to dye them first, just to make it seem more adventurous. <laughs> it always weirds me out when people eat dyed Easter eggs. Why? You totally should. Yeah. You Everyone can, should. That you would eat be a dye. stupid waste of food. You eat dye all the time. I do. Am I eating dye right now? Is there dye in red wine? Mm, no, I don't think so. I think that's its natural color. You know, speaking of red wine, Let's. I need to get this off my chest. Ooh. We were eating at a restaurant, you and I. <gasps> we did. Uh... And it's a kind of Mexican restaurant. It's, it's Mexican. Mexican. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. I just feel like it's a very white Mexican restaurant. I mean, but, everyone that worked there was Hispanic. That's true. But everyone that was dining there was white. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there, it's like one of the, it's a margarita and sangria kind of Mexican restaurant. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, I was sitting at the bar because we got there early and they were making the sangria. Mm-hmm. They were making a sangria for someone. And that entailed sprinkling some cut up oranges. Sure. And then pouring wine on top of it. And that's all they did? Yeah. I'm going to guess that they already had the sangria mix. So hopefully what they poured on there was actually like, had, did it have other fruits in it or it had juice There in was it? nothing. It was just a red, a huge bottle full of red. So they just had like cold red wine and slices of oranges. And they're like, yeah, here you go. Yeah. As far as I know. I mean, I don't know what was in the, I don't know what the sangria had been doing. It's not like they opened a bottle, you know. It was in some sort of like thing. Carafe. Where you might have, yeah. Well, I had to switch meals with our friend's friend who I've only met a handful of times. (laughs) Because I ordered the shrimp and they came breaded and it didn't say breaded in the menu. Mm. And I can't eat that. Camarones that. sin pan, por favor. See, si. so 
uh, he was very kind and totally switched meals with me. Yeah. And his meal was really good. Oh, I wonder how yours was. Mine he was said, really good, too. I don't want to shit really on this good. restaurant. It, the food's delicious. Yeah, he said it was really good, and I offered him bites, multiple, like, probably too many times. And he was like, nope, nope, don't worry about it. Um, I will say their manager was quite lovely today as well. I talked to him on the phone because we became concerned that we got double gratuitied. Because um, we're like, oh, mm-hmm. wait, we're, we're eight people. Was there gratuity on that bill? And we all left tips. Oh, shit. And so when I called today, George was amazing. Oh. He was like, thank you very much for your time, Casey. I'm so sorry to, that this is inconvenient for you, Casey. I'm like, it's okay, George. Yeah. It, it's it could not be, your fault, George. Could be nothing, dude. <laughs> I'm just paranoid and I don't want to give you an extra $18. I don't have to. Mm-hmm. Well, that was good. You That's called. Ridiculous. Yeah, I thought about it in the morning and then I was like, oh, well. Oh, well. Oh, well. But you got on it. That's good. Yeah. Just wanted to make sure. Uh, yeah. So anyway, we went out. We did. In case did. you didn't get that message. We went out without our children after dark, mm-hmm. like adults. Well, it started in the daylight still, and then it turned to dark. Yes, it did. And we had dinner and with uh, another couple and a, a friend and a friend of hers. Mm-hmm. And then we went and saw our friend Kenny, our stay-at-home dad's one-man show. It was great. At the Second City. Mm-hmm. And then we stayed over there at the Second City and had some drinks. Drinks downstairs. Yeah. And we went home. Then we went home. Paid our babysitters. Sure did. A lot of money. Yeah. I will say that I've got a little bit of a deal that I've been working. Oh, I threw this that? out there, and I don't know if it's right. If you're a babysitter and you think this is wrong, let me know. If you're a parent and you're like, fuck yeah, that's a great idea, let me know. Um, if they're going to be asleep for a majority of the time, I try to cut a little bit of a deal mm. and do like $15 when they're awake or and then like 10 to 12 when they're asleep mm. because... You're just going to be like watching TV a whole lot of hours. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it definitely was like, I think Nellie would, would have been awake for, well, let's see, she got here at five. So Nellie would have been awake for maybe two hours. Yeah. That was, Bo was awake for about an hour and a half (laughs) and she did have a moment of getting them down. Mm. So I did like, I think I did three hours of 15 and two hours of. 10 oh. is what it ended up being. I'd have to do the math and that would take me too long. <laughs> too hard. Um, something like that. So I think it's a great deal. I actually got the idea from a babysitter. Oh. Because there was a sign up at my gym that was like, yo, I babysit and I'm a Loyola student. What's up? I charge 15 while they're awake and 10 while they're asleep. And I was like, fucking brilliant. Yeah. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. It definitely does. Mm-hmm. I guess it depends on like if they're just coming when they're like you want to make it worth it for them to come over. But I mean, certainly it was right on your on this night because it was long. Yeah, you know, it was a long night. It was because I feel like if it was only an was hour or two time, and they yeah. were asleep, you'd have to do like the more money just because it's like make it worth it to make the trip right, kind of yeah. thing. But right, yeah, yeah. I mean, it definitely burned a little handing a Venmoing ninety dollars to right <laughs> to the babysitter exactly. But- but that's, that's okay. After spending all that on dinner and drinks and the show and everything, yeah. it's like, oh, that was already an expensive night out. Here's another fucking $100 bill I'm going <laughs> to yeah. light on fire. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And we took Ubers both ways. I know. We ended up doing that too. And we had like promised ourselves we wouldn't. We were too pressed for time when we left and we were too drunk when we were done. <laughs> like, <laughs> like none of it. We just took 
took lifts both ways to shit. Yeah, it was an expensive evening, but it was definitely worth it. Yeah, it was really fun. Definitely fun. I was medium hungover on Sunday. I I was too. I woke up with a little bit of headache. It was nothing a glass of water and an Advil couldn't cure. Yeah, yeah, it was fine. I was just sleepy more than anything. It wasn't like after we went to sushi that time when I was died the next day. We made big mistakes that time around, (laughs) yes. Uh, Yeah, but Bo's been doing this lovely thing where he sleeps till 6.45 now during the week, and then on the weekends he's like, 5.30, what's up, bitches? Uh, Let's get the most out of this day, mama. I'm just like, oh, God. Mm. We were both like just really wanting to sleep more. It wasn't an option. Hmm. Thanks a lot, B. Yeah. Bizzo. Um, What's your baby up to? Well, I know you know my win. I sure bet I do. Yeah, that kid's walking around. So exciting. Whoop, 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 Just whoop. right under the gun of when the doctor said if she got to 18 months, she had to go to physical therapy. <laughs> she wasn't walking yet, but now she's walking around. Thanks for saving us time and money, Nellie. Yes. <laughs> yeah. She's, it's very cute. It's like she walks like her arms are like a little T Rexy. <laughs> yes. She holds him up and like it's very like it made me think of some movie, but I can't think of what, where either some sort of healer is like, and now you can walk. And the person's kind of was in a wheelchair and then they're like, huh? Uh, huh? Huh? and they kind of like lurch around like okay. that. That's how she walks. It's very cute. It's like she's just been healed. Yeah. Uh, well, it's adorable. I've only seen it on video. I can't wait to see it in person. Yeah, it's really It'll cute. a whole new experience. Yeah. And she falls, but oh, it's fine. Yes, of course. Yeah. She'll do like Big time. 20 steps and then kind of like stumble, like either like her knee will totally give out. But Aww. usually it's just kind of like, and then her legs bend and she's on her butt. And then she kind of like hovers up Aww. again and then she's fine. She has a good time. Aww. As long as you applaud for her a lot. Oh, it's yes. Like her yes. main, Positive her bread and butter is getting applauded. Yes, yeah, same. <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> I get it. She comes by it naturally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> From a long line of performers. Yes. Yes, mm. like me, just me, just you. I'm where it stops. Uh, <laughs> I wonder if that Chris's Chris singer. Burp. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And it's it's a, so it's a short, wide line. A short, wide line. <laughs> yeah, his Art. dad's a performer for sure. Um, yeah, so that's my whole win. Cool. Yeah, kids walking, it's great. Which is so good because now that it's warm out, they're going out in the playground mm-hmm. um, and daycare and. When they're little babies, they just sit in their stroller yeah. and don't do anything. But all the other babies in her class can walk, so they all get out. Aww. So now they let her out, but then she's just coming home with filthy pants. Mm-hmm. Lots of falls. Yeah, if she's oh, wearing dresses. around. And, yeah, if she's going to wear dresses and shorts soon, too, like she's going to have some banged up knees. Yeah. I thought that about Bo when he fell on the sidewalk the other day. I'm like, oh, your knees are just going to be bloody all summer. <laughs> and just get them pads. Got it. <laughs> Hockey yeah. gear. Um, I have a win, I guess. Um, well, it's twofold because I just decided that I added a win right before I came here. Oh, great. But the first thing was, Bo is has gone from the big, wide, open mouth kisses to an actual kiss. Like a little pucker, little like fish little, face. Mm, and it's so sweet and precious <laughs> and I love it so much. The way we found out about it wasn't because he kissed one of us, of course. Mm-hmm. It's because he was sitting in his high chair and he was like, "Appy, appy, appy." I was like, all right. So we let him down and his high chair has these like big silver screws or bolts or whatever on the side of him and they're shiny so he can see his reflection in them. 
So he like gets out of his high chair and he sees his reflection in the screw and he looks at it and he goes, hi, Bo. <laughs> and leans in and kisses it. Hi, Bo. And big old kiss. And I was like, oh, did he just, first of all, that's hilarious. Also, did he just like literally just kiss it? <laughs> and we're like, Bo, give me a kiss. Give me a kiss. And no, he just kisses his own reflection like five or six more times. <laughs> but then eventually uh, Mark and I both received a nice little smack on the lips. Aww. Yeah, it was so sweet. What a sweet guy. But then, now I'm like, okay, this should actually be my win. I will give myself a pat on the back and say, I was full on super working mom today. Mm, you look like a super working mom. Thank like you. The, uh, the, your me- the messy bun, very uh, cute, yeah. but st- and the glasses, but oh, I do. like the sexy librarian thing. Oh, going. yeah. So I did, I worked a nice long day. I left a little late because I had a couple things to do. And because it was raining, I had to take the train and the bus. So it just took for flipping ever to get home. I walk in to a sick bow. He's got like this cough. It's like down in his chest. Aww. You can tell he just doesn't feel great. He's a little lazy. So we're taking care of him. And then Mark's like, the second I got there, he's like, I got to go lay down. He threw up after he got off the bus today. Aww. So then he's down. So then I'm like putting bow down and chest rub and gathering passies. And then um, Mark, I'm like, what do you need? Pepto, tea, let's do this. And then back to Bo to set up the humidifier while I was sleeping. And then Bo wanted to get back up again. So I bounced him around. Luckily, Marilyn's there too, Mark's mom. But also, I feel horrible for her because I swear every time she comes into town to help out, somebody's like deathly ill. I was going to say, wasn't everybody throwing up the last time she was here too? There's always somebody sick when she's in town. I'm like... Oh, she's like, I, I'm a curse. And I was like, no, I think you're actually a blessing because mm-hmm. they get sick whether you're here or not. So at least you're here to help. But the, And then, so then took care of all that. She ordered us pizza, which was very phenomenal to have that instead of having to worry about the dinner part. And then I came over here. So boom, boom, boom. Great. Welcome. Boom. Boom. <laughs> Good work. That's Chris's name. Getting it done. Yeah. Momming it up. Momming it up. After I said it out loud, I'm like, oh, it's not that impressive, but whatever. That was my day. If you feel good about it, which you should, I do. Then it's a win. I do. My fail is very sad. Oh no! Remember my cardboard box? Oh, you loved that cardboard box. What happened? It's gone. Why? I threw it in the in the dumpster in the recycling. Why? Well, Casey, I went to move some things into it, and you know, make it live its true purpose. Yeah. And it was full of worm corpses. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> from your worm garden? From your little compost? That's right. Um, yeah. Why? Well, so now that it's warm. So I don't know if the listeners know about my worm box. Not like a euphemism. Literal I, worm box. Not her worm box. That's separate. Um I feel like you mentioned it but quite some time ago. Okay. Well, we do composting um, via worms. So we have this sort of elaborate system of trays that all stack on top of each other. It almost looks like when beekeepers have their yeah. little like, bee house totally thing. Totally does. Um, but it's just full of slithering, slimy worms mm-hmm. that eat your garbage. Oh, or, nice I don't even think they eat it. I just think they sort of absorb it and then shit soil or I don't know, whatever. Um, so usually it is outside uh-huh. and we sprinkle our leavings on top of it, mm-hmm. whatever. But we just, so now that it's warm, cause they all died when it got cold. Um, 
which shouldn't happen if you are like keeping really good care of them. Sorry, worms. Um, but so yeah. now that it's warm, we got a new shipment of worms. We got a oh. new box writhing full of worms that arrived mm. at our door. Um, but the first day when you get the worms, they are dehydrated and addled. And Jesus, I know it's so inhumane to worms. I but guess if worms had any feelings whatsoever, I'd feel horrible. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, so so they're like tiny, like thread. They're so small. Um, but anyway, so when you first put them in the box, they don't know what's going on, so they all try and escape. So you have to keep light shining on them, and then they'll stay. Okay. Um, and you have to keep them kind of warm. And I think it was kind of cold that night, and so Chris brought them in to the living or the dining room where worms belong. <laughs> and uh, so they were living in their little box. And actually, I don't think many of them made a run for it because, like, you can tell because they all die within like an inch of yeah, the box. So then it. there's all little worm bodies. Um, so there weren't many, maybe like one or two. And I was like, oh, great. That's way less than the last time when it was so horrifying. And there were like so many worm bodies on our porch. Worm graveyard. <laughs> yeah. Dining room. It's like Antietam. Um, <laughs> and they, uh, so I was like, oh, okay. And then I was like, okay, time to put things in my precious, precious box. And I was like, oh my God, there's so many worm bodies in here. Why? Why? And which really freaked me out because I was like, are all these worms just like crawling around our house yeah. and getting are into our boxes? Everywhere? Like, what is happening? Oh my God. What if you find out that you're like, your coat rack isn't a coat rack. It's just thousands of worms. Just in the shape of coats. In, in the shape of a coat rack. <laughs> um, but then I mentioned it to Chris and he was like, oh yeah, I think I took the lid off the worm box and put it on that box. Not knowing that it was my best friend in the world, that box. Did he not take a look at it first? Uh, I don't know. So I did not, I just got rid of it. It wasn't worth scraping box. out some worm bodies. I know. I guess, oh. I guess we know my limit of loving something so deeply, but also if it gets yeah. a worm on it, I have no more. Gross. <laughs> um, if I had so a worm we'll have on to, my shoulder, would you just kick me out right now? Probably, oh. which is unfortunate because I have so many worms yeah. on my, on my it's like property. You, it's almost like you don't want people around or <laughs> friends or things that you could love. Yeah. Let's get into that another day <laughs> on our other podcast, our psychiatry podcast. Yeah, we're um, great at that. But the good thing is I did get some pictures of me and the box together. Oh, good. Remember I sent you a picture yes. so that you would know yes. what it looked like. Um, so it maybe is, we'll post that on yeah, social media. Yeah, you guys got to see Tristan's box Yeah, before it got infested box. with worms. <laughs> it was nice. Uh, yeah, so... Sorry about that. Yeah, thank you. We'll do a little in memoriam. Yeah, you know what? Another box is going to come into your life. I just don't think it'll be that sturdy, you know? You're going to have to order something else that's super heavy. Yeah. Uh, All right, P-Box. already hydrated worms. Yeah. Did did you have a fail? Yeah, nothing like that, though. (laughs) Not nearly as bleak. Um... Uh, my fail is that I, and this is like not news to anyone because I've always been like this, but it's getting worse. I've been like losing my fucking shit about missing items, <laughs> S- especially Bose things. But like when from staying at home, I had such control. And of course, everyone knows I'd like freak out about like, where's all the pacifiers? I know we have seven pacifiers right now. We're missing some, blah, blah, blah. Um, but now that I'm not home with him during the day and there's two different people that are taken care of, I'm constantly freaking out if something's missing. All the pacifiers just vanish. 
There was a while where there was just one all of a sudden. I'm like, how is this even possible? And then we went and bought three more, a pack of three, and then like four, you hate more, that. four more reappeared. Oh, of course. It's like, oh my gosh, now we have so many. And then his toothbrush banana disappeared right when he's like, has this tooth like jabbing through his gums. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh God. And I have, I use those reusable pouches. One of the lids went missing. So I was like, what's the point of this reusable pouch if the lid is missing? <laughs> and I just am losing my shit about everything. <laughs> and even some of my stuff, like I have those little invisible socks, you know, the ones that ride really low so you can oh, run yeah. with your like loafers or whatever. Yeah. Little canoes. Gone. Yeah, they oh. look like little foot canoes. Yeah. They're gone. They're gone. They're gone. Uh, They're gone. Where do they go? But maybe you're wearing them and you just can't see oh them. Oh my god! Maybe they're so little. Oh my god, the worms probably ate them. Ugh, probably. Um, there's just so many things like this, and it's just like these little things, and it's just adding up, and it's literally making me lose my damn mind. Where I'm like, <laughs> gonna be in an insane asylum, going. I, I knew I had five pairs of socks. I had five pairs of invisible no- <laughs> socks. Ugh. They're invisible. Oh, not to me. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's been super fun, super frustrating. Don't know where everything is. Literally just feel like I'm losing <laughs> all of my control over our belongings and just myself and my sanity. So that's my big uh, my big fail. That is very frustrating. It I is. Loved, it's, I'm like weird in my, I love to be organized. Mm-hmm. I like things. I like to know where things are. I like to... You know, a place for everything and everything in his place. Uh-huh. But I'm also not very clean. Like, I'm not, like, good at mopping and stuff. And by good, I mean skilled, but also aware of when I should have done it already. Okay. And, like, I don't want to ever. Yeah, like um, yeah. but organization is, like, uh, I love it. But my baby is very good at it. Oh, that's nice. Even today. So I bought all these bins. We have four bins in the back row, back room, and one has books, one has music toys, one has just sort of like little whatever toys, and then one has like puzzles and blocks. Mm. Um, is, there, is that how it breaks down? Anyway. Um, Ask Nellie. Yeah. She probably well, knows. She knows because she went, she was pulling books out um, and having me read them. And then she went to put one back in the bin and was reaching into the instruments mm-hmm. bin, which looks just like the book bin, but yeah. just has instruments. All those cloth and things. she like almost put it in and then pulled it back out and put it in the book bin. Oh, and I was like, oh, that's what mommy you're an likes. Angel, <laughs> mommy likes it. Oh, that is very sweet. Also, you're crawling around in cat hair and. More in bodies, but sorry about as that. Long, as long as the book's in the right, yeah, great, everything sorry, is I just fine. Didn't feel like mopping. I definitely know how. <laughs> I just didn't feel like it. I really like. If you asked me to mop right now, I'd be like, okay, let me Google it really quick. Like I, <laughs> it's the kind of thing I like panic about that I worry that I'm doing diluting the stuff wrong or like not rinsing it right. What do you think I don't know. It's gonna happen. Your floors are just gonna fall out. <laughs> I don't know. It'll be like sticky. I don't know. Just get I also a bottle just hate floor it. Cleaning shit, and then it'll say like how much to put in per gallon of water, and put a mop in it with hot water, and scrub the dang floors, Cinderella. Yeah, but then there's like. I don't know. There's like stuff everywhere. We well, got to like couches first. and stuff. Oh, those big things. Yeah. Yeah. It's so annoying. There's, sometimes I do it where I like move everything. And sometimes I'm like, this is just a, a good old surface clean. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, speaking of that dumb shit. Yeah. Um, we got a new vacuum cleaner and it sucks in, <laughs> in all the best, the best way. ways. Ooh, ooh. Oh man, I've been using this really crappy $40 vacuum cleaner since I was at my one bedroom apartment before this. Mm. I, like didn't have that much space, was like fine, whatever, and it went downhill real fast in its in its quality on top. It was already bad. Um and I didn't even realize how bad it was till we get this new one and we're like, Ring! and it's like <laughs> sucking up everything. And it's like all this stuff. And it's like, whoa, this is not just from la- since last time we vacuumed. This is like <laughs> the two and a half years we've lived here amount of <laughs> This stuff. is from the people that lived here before. Yeah. Which is weird because we brought in all the rugs. <laughs> um, and the rugs like look different. Mm. They look brighter and cleaner. Gross. It's fucking crazy. It's disgusting, but also really awesome. Yeah. And then I was like, yeah, keep going. I like did all the couches and under the couches, under under the cushions and the hardwood floors. And oh, it's a dream. This is the kind of stuff you're like, ah, oh, I know I'm an adult now because I love my vacuum, but I don't care. It's great. <laughs> and now it's time for our segment. Um, what's the thing where you, uh, mom brain. We got a mom brain. Um, but it's not mine. And it's not Tristan's. We have a uh, listener submitted mom brain. Yeah, from Stephanie. Mom brain. My six-year-old daughter asked me the name of the big brown part of a tree that we saw. And I told her it was called the trunk. She started laughing and said, Mommy, that's not right. Followed by... Trunk is a funny word, like an elephant's trunk. She was so sure it was wrong that I began second-guessing myself. I thought, hmm, (laughs) trunk is a funny word. That doesn't seem right. This discussion continued for several minutes while I tried with less and less confidence to convince her that the brown part of the tree was called a trunk. I finally resorted to Googling brown part of tree (laughs) and got a lot of really technical answers that didn't help. So that night I casually asked my husband, hey, that brown part of the tree is called a trunk, right? <laughs> though his, through his laughter, he confirmed that it is, and although that she could have been thinking of the word bark, which would explain why she thought trunk was such a ridiculous answer. I used to be pretty smart before kids. Now I need to phone a friend for questions as, what is the big brown part of the tree called? <laughs> and if you said bark, she would also be like, uh, that's not it, that's what the dog that's says. That's what a dog does. <laughs> Thanks branches, your, maybe? Branches? I don't know. <laughs> the whole thing's just a tree, okay? Yeah. God, tree. Stop asking me questions. Uh, thank you very much for your submission, Stephanie. Stephanie. Oh, oh yeah, we have a guest today. We do. Uh, oh, we forgot. One day I'll mention it at the top. Uh, it is a dear friend of ours from our improv days. She used to live in Chicago, and now she's out in Denver. Her name is Charla Beaver-Hale. And she gave birth to an adorable little baby boy last month sometime. We'll get an exact date. She did an all-natural water birth. Water birth. And her midwife was our first guest. And she's great. Well, we're going to take a break, and then we'll be back with Charlotte Beaver-Hale. And we're back, and we have our wonderful guest star, Charlotte Beaver-Hale. Hi, Charla. Oh, hello. Charla, do you use all your names? What did you say? Do you use all your names? Did I just add the beaver? Uh, You missed Audrey, but that's okay. Oh, (laughs) Charla Audrey Beaver. But do you go by Charla Beaver Hale? 
I go by Charla Hale. Oh, little, okay. No, I go by Charla Beaver still, and then and then Patrick jabs me in the ribs and is like, "That's not your last name." And I'm like, "Oh yeah." It only oh. took me 34 years to. Yeah. Oh yes, of course. I took my husband's name. I'm so sorry, my lord. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm your property now. I'll put it right <laughs> one day, sir. And then you had a baby, and tell us his name. I had a baby, and his name is Matram Eugene Beaver Hale. Oh, Aww. yes. So cute. Matram. Then that's from a book, Matram. right? Yep, it's from the Wheel of Time series. And the, the deal was, like, I had to finish the series, and then we would both agree that we'd name it Matram, it, him. Um, <laughs> but it's 14 books long, so I was like, you know what? I'll get, I'll get to it. I trust you. So <laughs> Matram so it was. So he might be evil? Yeah. Yeah. Well, now, I mean, what are you doing now? Don't you have time to, like, bust out a couple novels a month? No, after that, I'm watching the trashiest TV I can possibly find. I'm on season 19 of uh, America's Next Top Model. It's the worst show, and I love it so much. (laughs) That is is good, bad TV, for sure. Yeah. So Matrim was born when? Matrim. Matrim, shit. Right? Please get it right. (laughs) 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 he was born well yeah that's fun that the midwives i was seeing was like cool you're a first time mom your due date is march 23rd we're gonna look around april 4th for the kid and i'm like great plenty of time so imagine was born march 9th (gasps) 2019 (laughs) of course and now that's not considered Creamy, right? No, it was 30. God, what was it? Oh, shit. 36 weeks? Okay, so like right on the edge. Yeah. Because isn't 37 yeah, when yeah. they're like, yeah, it's fine. It's a baby now. Oh, God. What am I? No, 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 no. He must have been 38 weeks. Okay. My due date, they. Fuck, oh, I don't remember anymore. <laughs> my mind is gone. Oh, yeah. Welcome. <laughs> Yeah, that's like the Welcome. thesis of this podcast is you become a moron. You're just dumb as shit. <laughs> uh, Seriously. But he was yeah. he was so, full term. So even if he's 36 or 38, I think that's full term. 36 is full term. Oh, I said. I was yeah. thinking 37. I don't know. I'm going to stick I'm a doctor no one and I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, yeah, like the Friday before, like I just told people at work that I was pregnant. And he he came on the Saturday after. So I was like at work. Well, I went from home. So I'm like on the computer. Yeah, I'm pregnant. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Bert to Bert to Bert. Training my guy or my person that was going to take over for me. And went to the gym Friday night and came home. was like, I feel kind of weird. Eh. And then, yeah, I woke up Saturday at like 3 a.m. with my bloody show. Oh, that a girl. <laughs> yeah, it was I, nuts. It was, yeah. So... Hold the phone. Yeah, wait. How did you? Were you working from home? You didn't tell. Were you still working for the same company you've always been working for? Working for the same company. Yeah, I just I work from home full time now. So you just kept your same job when you moved. Oh yeah. And yeah. you didn't tell him you were pregnant until you were thirty five weeks. Well, I told my boss at like three months. I told my boss I was like, I'm pregnant. We're moving to Colorado. Here's the deal. And she was like, Great. Keep up what you're doing. Um, and you just tell me when you want to stop working. And I was like, I'm probably going to stop working until like, 
I'm either A, physically, like, uncomfortable and, like, want to just lay down, or I go into labor. She was like, great. So, I mean, the latter, yeah. Awesome. That's but I didn't amazing. tell my coworkers, yeah, until <laughs> the day before I gave birth. Ah, yeah. I, wor- I worked until the day of my induction, which was after my really? due date. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I don't want to use up my maternity leave yeah. just because I'm like fat. You want to work that maternity Seriously. leave to the last second. I will exactly. say that the new company where I work, they let you leave two weeks before your due date. And then, oh, you, and then you still get the 12 after. Oh, very nice. Mm-hmm. Internet companies. Yeah, thanks, Internet. Yeah. Uh, thanks, okay. Internet. So you woke up to your bloody show, which is super exciting because I read about that like five million times and then never saw it myself, you know. Yeah, I think mine happened really? when like the midwife was like yanking around in there, like scraping some membranes or something. Oh. She's like, there's your bloody show. Oh. Like, okay. She like made it. Oh, God. I was like, I'm probably just bleeding because you're being an asshole. Yeah, I didn't see anything. I just my water broke, so I saw that. <laughs> Whoa, really? Mm-hmm. That was fun. I okay, heard it. Yeah. I heard my water break. It popped. Boop. Like a balloon. Mine was a slow, warm trickle. <laughs> I was wanting more. I wanted like the full movie explosion. Yeah, that's just a big fat lie the movies tell us. Yeah. Rude. Yeah. Okay, so did you wake up because of your bloody show? Were you like, hmm, I feel a bloody show on my leg? No. <laughs> like a touring company uh yeah. no i like starring jefferson I to, mays <laughs> i had to pee like for the fucking 50th time <laughs> so i got up to pee and patrick was sleeping downstairs at the time because my snoring was <laughs> insane nice and he couldn't even bear to be in the bed with me that's amazing uh, so I, <laughs> I got up to pee and was wiping and i was like uh-oh uh-oh oh what what <laughs> and like laid back down and like tried to go to sleep and I was like no because like the internet says like once you have a blood show it could be two to three days until your labor starts and I was like great I'll just sleep couldn't sleep got a contraction and we like went downstairs was like Patrick <laughs> um it's done. I don't think you're gonna work today <laughs> <laughs> that's how you let it <laughs> that's great did he just like do now was that like a movie where he just like went blah, blah, and like scrambled off the couch he like sat up and he was like, "All right, well, I'll call. Should we call Dana? Like, just calm as can be. We both were because we were both like not expecting this. We we're just like both like, huh? Well, here we go. <laughs> so now, like, and you're doing it at home, right? So it's not like you have to like run around and get your suitcases or anything. Well, the I gave birth at a a freestanding birth center, which is basically if you want to have an at-home birth experience, not at home. Yeah, it's like not a hospital. It's like these three, it's three rooms only and and there's suites. It's like a bed and a shower and a bathroom and a 250-gallon birthing tub and towels and candles and it's just a, it's a bedroom basically that you go to. Okay. But they don't want you there. Yeah, but they don't want you there until your contractions are two to three minutes apart, which I never got to. Thank God we went when we did. But, yeah, they don't want you there until it's, like, time to go. Yeah. I mean, that's how hard. I had time. Gotcha. Okay. I was just imagining you being like, Patrick, uh, yeah, we're going to have the baby in a while. Let me go, like, make some (laughs) pot roast or whatever. And he just starts running the bath. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I remember Dana saying she had some like little 
tub that she brought with her. Oh, places. Special one, yeah. Okay, so you labored oh, at yeah. home for a while then. Oh yeah, for a long, long time. I it, uh, bloody show at three. Started getting like contractions about four. Water broke about five. The trickle, and then Dana, my doula. You guys have had her on the show. Yep. She came over at like six thirty. And we just chilled at home until maybe about 2.30 or 3. Just, like, watched TV, did some dishes, got some Wendy's, walked around. Whenever I laid down, like, the rest, my contractions would get further apart. So I tried to stay busy to, like, bring them on. Okay. What'd you get at um, Wendy's? Did you get Frosty? What'd you say? What'd you get at Wendy's? <laughs> uh, what did we get? Well, the funny thing was, like, time was going by. I don't know, time was just doing weird stuff. So we were like, man, we're hungry, all three of us. Let's get Wendy's. It was 9.30 in the morning. They were not open. They were not serving hamburgers. <laughs> so, like, Dana went and just drove around until they opened at, like, 10 a.m. <laughs> yeah. Because you were just whatever. up all night, right? So whatever. Yeah, I was just up all fucking night. Uh, just got, a, you know, just a quarter. Or maybe she, like, she gave up with McDonald's. Because I remember a quarter founder. French fries, Coke. Okay. It's okay if you don't remember, because if you remembered exactly what you ordered, I was going to point that out in contrast to not yeah. knowing how far along you were when you gave birth. <laughs> and I had a number four with no mayonnaise. Uh, great. So this time at home, yeah. Dana's with you. What is what is Dana doing for you? Dana, basically nothing. She's chilling on the couch following us around she's basically leaving me alone unless i look like i'm distressed she checked me once to see how far along i was dilated i think it was like five centimeters um she would tie my contractions that was basically it she was just kind of there to be like when the contraction would hit she'd she'd give me a position she'd i don't know say it's okay she'd right. listen to the sounds i was making like you're really high-pitched you might feel better if you brought your tone down. Your notice down here head. and your way up here. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Was she giving yeah. you like oils and stuff? Rubbing your uh, pulse points? Oh. oh, no, not taint. <laughs> your taint, yeah. She made oatmeal. That was nice. No, she was kind of hands-free and like... I, it, which was nice. It was like she was there if things were going to get crazy. Right. Like if it was going to come at home, then it would have been cool for her to be there and like it would, everything would have been fine. But she, yeah, just a hands-free coach. Like, cool. You're doing good. So yeah. she had her like bag yeah. in the car or whatever in case it was like, oh, never mind. Throw down the tarp. Things happen. Oh, yeah, there. absolutely. She was listening to the baby's heartbeat too. She had all, yeah, she had all of her witchcraft supplies. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Cool. Um, yeah. Her poncho. Cool. For the poncho. splash zone. Yeah, it's like she's Gallagher. You're Gallagher. Yeah, you're Gallagher. Fan. Uh, I <laughs> sat in the splash zone at a Gallagher show once. I think my brother did too. I did, but uh, follow up fact it was Gallagher too. Oh, and his brother yeah, took when over. His, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Uh, oh, so, what happened? So, you get to the point where it's time to go to the birthing house. Yeah. Birthing center. We get in the car. Are you, like, uh, in major pain now? What's so funny is, like, when I think back on it, I can't specifically remember what a contraction felt like. Because all I can remember now, like, after everything has happened is what pushing felt like. Hmm. Yeah. Like, 
I bet that uh, the only thing I can really remember about contractions is if I had food in my mouth and a contraction came, I spit it out <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like projectile, like couldn't chew and have a contraction. <laughs> but I can't remember like what they felt like anymore, which is weird. Yeah, because huh? then you went through the pushing, so you're like, well, that was worse. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was worse. That's what will stick in my mind forever. Yeah, uh, yeah. So we get to the get to the birding center. My contraction stayed at five minutes apart for a long time, but they were just getting really intense. So I texted the midwife, like, I'm coming in. I don't feel comfortable being at home. It feels intense. Here I come. And so she would leave at the same time, too, to get to the birding center. Um, so we got there, and I, like, immediately jumped in this huge tub and just had contractions for a while, used everything they had. I, I bounced on their ball. I used their peanut ball. I sat on a birthing stool, used the squatty potty. Um for pooping or just sitting? Go, what? For pooping? The squatty potty or yeah. we're just sitting around on it? She, well, for contractions, they're like, sit on the toilet. And I was like, okay. And it actually felt great. Huh. Yeah. Cool. I, I was everywhere. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, go on. To go get, uh, <laughs> you went to go get frozen yogurt. Um, I wanted vanilla with strawberries. We went and got that. I hopped in the shower and... Dana could tell by the moaning that I was doing that it was, like, time to push. <gasps> cool. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And, like, I took classes with her, and I read the fuck out of, like, online what to expect. I did not have a grasp of what pushing meant <laughs> until, like, I had no idea, like, what like what I was supposed to do or what it would feel like and, like, when it was supposed I was so in the dark about it, and Dana was like, okay, let's start to push. And I was like, what? She was like, okay, um, well, when you have a contraction, instead of, like, going with it, you're going to push against it. And I was like, what? <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> it was bizarre. That's amazing. Um, so you did it, obviously, because your baby's been born. But um, did yeah. it take you, like, a while to get into that concept? Or how did you do it? Yeah. I Well, they put me on a wooden stool a burning stool and I was like this is bullshit this <laughs> I must like have bullshit. said I'm I think I said like this is bullshit 10 times just out loud just to the people this. yeah just <laughs> out loud about the bird thing so I was like this is bullshit um <laughs> they got me on the side on my side on the bed and put a peanut ball between my legs and told me to push that way and she checked me I was eight centimeters and she was like okay you can do it. You can push through it. I wouldn't recommend it. So why don't you kind of breathe through your contractions for a little bit longer, and we'll see how we go. So uh, maybe a couple hours went by, and then maybe about 9.30 at night, they, I got back in the tub, and they have this huge beam that goes across the entirety of the room, and it's got these rings on it for the hook on certain contractions. They've got, like, this parachute thing you can swing in they've got these rings like look like gymnast rings that <laughs> are attached to this whatever that like you can pull on so that's what they did they okay. got these rings out they have these ropes that attach the beam on the roof and i would squat in a position in the tub but hold on to these rings so when the contractions came i'd pull on the rings and push oh my god and, so then your yeah. arms are even sore after this you're like jeez i, I was out. so 
yeah, my my upper body the next day, I was like, hell yeah, I got to work out. And then, like, when it got time for, like, the ring of fire kind of time, I was in the tub on all fours. So my knees were on the floor of the tub and my hands were on, like, the ring of it. And how high is the water? Um, like, is your, butt, is your butt submerged? It was. Okay. I would say the level of the water was, like, on my back. So you had and, to yeah. keep... So if you're on all fours, you have to, like, keep your head kind of up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they kept the water warm, which was nice. For some and then, reason, like, oh, then I, then I kind of, like, freaked out because I felt the head. <gasps> cool. And I was like, oh, no, I can't. I can't. And Dana was put like... Put it back, put it back. Like, <laughs> put it back. I want to I wanna go back home and do it all over again. But then also, like, I need to get this over with ASAP because this is fucking bullshit. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I said that again. <laughs> and then, like, Dana got, like, forehead to forehead with me and was like, you are all the power in the universe. You can do anything right now. You need to push through the fear. You have to push through the pain. You can't just sit here and let this pain happen you have to push through it and i was like (laughs) (laughs) whoa (laughs) go dana and the midwife go yeah dana like if she and patrick was there the whole time like to the side of me like you're doing so good i I can feel the head you're amazing but like real quiet and dana was like kind of the force of like you can't do it (laughs) and the midwife like she was there around but basically, the Good. whole process was me, Patrick, and Dana. She would, like, come around, like, when the pushing got serious and got really involved. But, like, she was also, like, kind of hands-free, basically let me and Patrick have the experience okay. as much as possible, which was really cool. There was, like, yeah, I don't know. It was neat. And, it, like, when it was time for the baby to come out, she was there. But Patrick was the one that caught him. Whoa, really? Yeah. So the midwife is um, mostly there to be like if something goes wrong or if someone has any questions. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That was cool. She was like, who's catching the baby? And Patrick was like, uh, I, I, I am. She You're was like, like Great. well, it's Get not me. And- so someone needs to do it. <laughs> She's like, do I have to do everything? Get used to it. <laughs> For some reason, I kind of imagined like when if. Okay. So let me tell you what I thought a water birth was. I mean, I knew it was in, like, a big pool thing, but I kind of imagine that you were just sort of, like, lounging back, you know, like you're in a tub. Yeah. And that your legs were kind of, like, floating. And then when you pushed, the baby just kind of came out and, like, floated out. I mean, obviously, (laughs) you push it really hard, but I wasn't imagining anybody had to, like, you know, catch it because it would just be in the water, you know, and then you'd take it out. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I'm... Casey's squinting and it's making me realize how stupid that is. But I, I don't know. No, that's, no. That's kind of the, the two. I don't know. I feel like the two things you said are the same. I guess. But I don't know. I wasn't imagining someone having to like t- take it out, you know, because you're. Do you think that it's just going to go been... bloop to the top like a <laughs> yeah, rubber like ducky? Float to the top like a fart bubble. <laughs> <laughs> if I was lounged, if that position would have been good for me, they would have probably had me guide him out. Because oh. I could have reached down. But okay. I couldn't, I could not push in that position. It, like, the gravity in the water, like, sucked with me. So I had to, like, have my hands on the ring of the tub to, like, push against. Okay. So, and they just, and it, like, 
he would have just floated to the top, but they wanted <laughs> to have someone's hands on him. Yeah, why really? I mean, it makes through. more sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, well, from what I've heard, if you're going all natural, the hands and knees position is one of the more comfortable ones. Mm. Yeah. So you're in hands yep. and knees and you're in the water, which is cool because yeah, that reduces that nice. some pain. You must have been so pruney. <laughs> I was. And more than that, like just the shock of it all, getting out of the water, I couldn't, I was so cold and like yeah. shivering and like they had to like get me warm. Yeah, it was weird. That, that is weird because when I you're in a bed, mind. you're just like, and now I stay in this bed. And I don't want yeah, to move because yeah. I'm not comfortable yet. And But yeah, you have to like get out of the water pretty much immediately so they can check on your poos. And it was like slippery as shit. And I had the, I was in the tub. Patrick puts the baby on my chest. We sit there for a minute. Oh my God, what just happened? Then still like, in the tub. Get out of the tub. Huh? Okay, so he's on your chest still in the tub. Still in the tub. Baby it- on my chest. And then the midwife's like, great, we need to get you out. I have the baby on me. I have the umbilical cord still attached to my, uh, what's it called? <laughs> Placenta inside of me. And oh. then I'm, I'm supposed to climb out of this slippery tub under these slippery steps. <laughs> and, and I'm shivering. Oh. It was an ordeal. So they didn't, they didn't deliver your placenta yet? Nope. They got me out of the tub, put me in the bed, and then I delivered it. Oh my god! Then, well, they yeah. need to get some of those then, little like heart shapes, you know, or like flowers, like grandmas have in their shower that like feel like sandpaper, you know? Oh, on the bottom, yes. yeah, yes, yes, that's a good idea. Yeah. Slip-proof. Or like if they would have like taped them to my feet, so I could have like had some traction. <laughs> yeah, get you some water shoes. So you just have a umbilical cord <laughs> hanging out of your body, and you have to go lay down in a bed. And then you have to yeah. deliver, did you deliver the placenta smoothly? Because that, that can hurt like a bitch. It probably would have been better if you were in the water. I know, it would have been. Uh, yeah, that sucked. Well, what sucked more, too, is like these nurses come in, I don't know, 22-year-old nurses, and they just start pressing on my stomach to get the rest of the blood out. Oh, yeah. And like, they pushed hard. I was like, you bitches. Yeah. You know what I just did? They got to contract that uterus, girl. You just like, I, felt, I thought I yeah. was done. What's happening? <laughs> I know, and they kept doing it over and over, and I was like, you you guys need to leave. <laughs> you cool, are though, bullshit. <laughs> you are also bullshit to this birth. <laughs> um, when you come in to the birth center and you're, and you're I don't, when you're in labor and, like, ready to go, they put, and they, uh, they make a loaf of bread and a bread maker. Oh. So by the time you're done, they bring in this, like, Fresh, hot loaf of bread. Wow. That was my favorite part. What? That would probably be my favorite part. I'm sorry. Too. I love it, but also what? You're hungry as hell. <laughs> no. you, yeah, I don't know. It sounds like something very traditional, maybe like from the olden days. Like, oh, I didn't question okay. it. I was like, give me that bread. Mm-hmm. They so, don't even need it themselves. Are you, did you like <laughs> this method? Are you Are you happy that you did a water birth? Do you have anything that you're like, oh, I wonder if there was a different option that would have been better for me. What do you say? Yeah, for baby number two, if there is one. Yeah, there probably will be one. No, I I would do that again. I probably would also consider doing it at home now that I know, like, what's up. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't want the mess at home. But Dana, who's also, she's a doula and a midwife, 
she's assured me that if you have it at home, the midwife will do all the cleaning and, like, kind of leave it how it was before the whole process. So, yeah, I would do it at home. I I just like that, like, no one questioned me. No, No one was like, are you sure? Oh, we should do a or like everything was up to Patrick and I and it was like so hands free the pain was bullshit but it's okay I would now that I know what to expect I could probably do it again excellent good for you so there wasn't a point when you were like give me some mother effing drugs (laughs) no and I didn't even the only thing they had to offer was nitrous oxide which I could have I just forgot they had it. Oh. I'd take like that right now if like, someone offered it to me. I, <laughs> I have some. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, I just forgot. My mind was like, "You got to, you got to do it." Yeah. Now, what would happen so, if, um, or maybe you did need this? Was there any stitches involved? There was a. What do they call it? A first degree tear. Okay. They handled it with some glue. Whoa! Glue. Just like Elmer's. Yeah, just a glue <laughs> stick. Okay, so they just glued it up. So now would that always be the case? Or if it was like a second degree, is the midwife able to do stitches? Or I just don't know what yeah. what's in their purview. Okay. Yeah, they would have done stitches. She was like, okay, you have a little tear. I can do stitches. That's going to hurt. Or I have this glue. And I was like, girl, get that glue on there. There it is. You glue my did. box back together, Ooh, girl. Glue it up. <laughs> Excellent. And then, so now most people stay a night or two in the hospital. Do you stay at this birthing place or do you uh, go home? Center. Well, they will keep you four to six hours after. Four to um, six hours? And then they're like, you bye. You yep. after four hours? Yep. So they would come in, check my temperature, check his temperature. Um, they left the, him attached to the placenta for... God, maybe it was like two and a half hours. Um, and then, yeah, the midwife gets us dressed, makes sure I can pee. Everything's uh, stable. And then we got in the car and had our first night in the bed. They're like, here's so your baby. Fun. Here's your bread. Get out. Yeah. <laughs> the bread's like, still warm. Well, I, we were like ready to go. I was the one that was like, can we go now? Because I just wanted to like go home and get in the bed and be done with it all like I have my baby I feel okay like can we go now Whoa. <laughs> and they're like yeah yeah so now what happens like, if you have 5,000 questions like I did you know you're <laughs> at home now what what are you doing is there someone to reference for nursing questions any sort of baby things oh they were really I I overstayed my welcome for the visits before because you have to you have to meet all the midwives because you don't know which one's going to be on duty for that night or whenever you go into labor. So all my meetings for all the midwives, I just asked all the questions. Yeah. Um, and then took a, took a breastfeeding class. Breastfeeding was absolutely a nightmare for the first few weeks. Finally got it settled, but, um, sure. And then, and then you have to go back for your 24, 48 hour visit. So we were back there and yeah, well, I did have a shit ton of questions that would just, I just laid them on <laughs> the midwife. I was like, yeah, like latching, breastfeeding, the belly button issue, all of it. Yeah. Um, but, but what was nice is like, well, when you get home, 
newborns for whatever reason, because they've also gone through a traumatic experience, they're going to have their longest sleep that they're going to have for a while. So expect him to sleep five hours and you better do the damn same. Like, don't wake him up. Don't feel like you need to get up. And that's what we did. Like, we just let him sleep and we just slept. And whenever he was up, we would breastfeed that goopy first milk that comes in. Colostrum. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So then you got to a good place. The breastfeeding worked. So are you guys, you said you all went to bed. So are you guys co-sleeping? We did at first. Um, He would sleep in between us, which was fine. Uh, But all, any noise that he made, I'd be like, huh, 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 huh. Yeah. So we moved him out of the bed. But now I'm having, I can't get him to lay flat on his back and sleep. And I'm, but yeah, <laughs> Kristen gave us a little like motorized swing and like, I know I'm not supposed to, but that's what he's been sleeping on. Cause then huh. he'll stay on his back. Uh, yeah. Okay. So and then is he in your room or is he in a different room? The thing keeps, he's in a different room now and I just watch him on a monitor next to him and I have Constantly. the volume up. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Wow. Do you have more questions, Tristan, about? I do. Um, though some of them were based on me thinking you had a home birth, like was the dog there? So that, that one is moot now. Was uh, the dog there? Yeah. Did <laughs> no, you bring we, the dog to the birthing center? <laughs> yeah, we have a dog park. Mm. No, Patrick took him to Dana's cause she has two basset hounds that he loves. So right when my water broke, he was like, Dana got there and then he took Fuji to her house to spend the night oh sleepover like you do with the older kid right yeah. you like make them go yeah. sleep somewhere else um okay so i have two questions one um were you immediately swimming in your own blood and poo and and guck in this pool um yes but natrum came out clean as a whistle oh great well you already had a yeah. bath yes yeah, yeah bath done there was no goop or anything on him by the time he came out and they put him on my chest. It was just like a clean baby. And I was like, worth it. So, <laughs> so then you had to shower off because you were in your own fluids. Yeah. Yeah. I was just imagining you like still being in that pool for a little while and they're just being like <laughs> stuff in there. <laughs> they got me out. They got, there was, and Patrick was really cute about it. I was like, did I poop? He was like, you did, but it was it was such a small, cute little poopy, so it was okay. <laughs> Aww, a little cute poop. I think they skimmed it out with like, I imagine it was like a huge pool skimmer. It was probably just like a little metal net thing. Yeah, like the, they get dead like, fish out of the aquarium with. <laughs> or a live fish, I guess, if you're buying a fish from the pet store. <laughs> yeah. They got me out real fast, though. They didn't let me sit in there long at all. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, there's that question. And the other one was just as far as like Dana, you know, for her yelling in your face and whatever, like that makes sense to me. But was it weird to be like, hi, you're my friend's mom. Will you check my cervix, please? <laughs> uh, <laughs> not. She's so like, she's been doing it for like 25 plus years. She's so casual about it. You can't help but be casual with her if you're her patient. There's a couple of times where I was like, this is kind of, nah, that's fine. Yeah. And like, to, 
I'm very uh, conservative, like, body-wise. Like, I don't know. But in the birthing center, naked. Full naked. Didn't give a shit. <laughs> Boobs out, ass out. Didn't care who was in the room. That, that, that like, conservativeness went out the window yeah. so fast. You got to get uh, it done. Good. Yeah, that was one of my questions, too, because I was like, are you in, a, like, a swimsuit and then you just an, in some sort of tankini, and then you just take off the bottom when it's time <laughs> yeah. to have a thing, or pull it to the side, like when you're in a when right. you're at the like pool. Like when you land on it, like when you're at the pool, and you don't want to take off your whole bathing suit, and you kind of yank your thing. Oh, come on! You do it with a romper. You can't do it with a swimsuit. I guess I always wear a two piece. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> uh, wait, wait, you do you do what in a romper? I pee. I when I was pregnant, I had this very cute romper that was shorts but you, when you're nine months pregnant you shouldn't be wearing a damn romper and I get so sick of taking it off to pee I just started pulling it aside oh you know oh <laughs> you've said that you, on the podcast yes. before I'm not right revealing no, a secret but also like <laughs> a stream of urine is a lot less than a baby yeah <laughs> fine true so fine true. you can't pull it to the side but I was, so you were just, you were like, cool, I'm getting in the tub. Time to get naked. Yeah. Well, I like went shopping for like, what bra will I birth in? Because I can't possibly have my movies. <laughs> but like right when I walked in the birthing center, like like a 11-year-old boy, I just like took my socks off, dropped my pants in the middle of the room, took my shirt off, took my bra off, and got right in the pool. Like, <laughs> in the tub. Yes. <laughs> yes. Didn't care. Huh? I love it. That's excellent. Yeah. Uh, great. And now, was there a, obviously everything went wonderfully. So um, if is there a backup plan in place for if there's additional care needed, like if you would have needed a cesarean? Oh, yeah. They have a, um, they have a back entrance that's specifically for ambulances to come. They have a, spe- a specified hospital to contact if something was like, going wrong they would first consult me and be like this is an issue we can keep you here for a little bit longer or you can go to a hospital um and then if it got like dangerous they would make the call like we're sending you to this hospital we've called an ambulance they've got your records you're in their care now the ambulance will be here in two minutes that that would have been the backup plan and then they'd leave Thankfully, before the ambulance got there <laughs> yeah. Like, so the ambulance will be here door. soon. We're gonna go home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just That's make sure you check hand. their name and their license plate before you get in. <laughs> Lock the door on your way out. Oh, sorry. Did I say ambulance? I meant Uber. So, <laughs> <laughs> so nice. <laughs> uh, that midwife. They, there's three rooms, and like I had asked over and over, like, what if I go into labor and the rooms are occupied? And they're like, no chance that will happen. We only take people once they're, you know, two to three minutes apart for contraction, blah, blah, blah. But all the rooms were full when we left. Like, she was running around like a mad woman. Wow. <laughs> I can't imagine. Yeah. She got there at, like, three in the afternoon, and we left at, like, three in the morning, I think. Huh. And she was there for two more full births that had gotten there hours after us. Yeah, I can't imagine. Oh, my God. I know. Boy. Boy, oh boy. What was the first thing you ate when you were all done? Bread. Other than the bread. <laughs> Other than the bread? What did I eat? Patrick made something and brought it to the bed. 
God, I feel like it was something like frozen pizza or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. Something real easy. I had sushi and wine real quick, though. Oh, oh yeah. I was going to say. That was the first thing I had when I got home, sushi and wine. Oh, so good. I had a turkey had, sandwich like, in my, like, birthing bed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, give me oh, that yeah, turkey. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> yeah. It was like hospital turkey <laughs> sandwich. That's so amazing. Yeah. No, it was bad. Yeah. All right, Charla, so on this podcast, we always ask mothers for a mom win and a mom fail. So in this hmm. brief less than two months, what do you got? Mom Other than obviously, fail. let's just say that your mom win could obviously be the fact that you birth a baby with no drugs in a tub at a birthing house. <laughs> that, that was like, I feel like I could claim that as a win, but... The real win, I didn't know breastfeeding was so hard. So my yeah. win, like, for the two months that I've had the kid was, like, is that I can get him to latch. Because for a while, for real, like, for three weeks, he would scream bloody murder before Aww. he would eat. It was awful. I, like, would sit there and sob, like, at three in the morning, oh. like, why can't I feed my own kid? It's so it was stressful. Awful. It's so stressful. But now with the power of pumping and a good latch, that's my win. That's awesome. Like Great win. Yeah, that's still like, ugh. I mean, we've had our, we both had our problems with breastfeeding, but like I, mine actually went okay at the beginning, but it's just like, it's so weird because they, everybody's always like, your body knows what to do or what, or like the baby <laughs> knows what to do. And you're like, no, they don't. This is terrible. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so how about a fail? Fail. Um, I gave him a bath, and when I was giving him a bath, I turned around to get something, and when I turned back around, he sure was gulping down that bath water. Oh, <laughs> no. He was thirsty, and I was like, oh, no. Oh, my God. He was fine. It wasn't in your birthing bath water, right? <laughs> no. So it's a. It's not like he was like, eh, I'm drowning. He was just like, mmm, delicious tub water. <laughs> it was just warm, I guess. So we like had his chin down. It was just like glob, <laughs> Yeah, we. I had a uh, just two days ago. Nelly was in the tub, and I had like a little uh, container that we were going to dump water over her head with, and like we use it as a boat for her toys. Mm-hmm. But she was just using it as an enormous cup. Yes. to drink bath water. And I was like, bonus, stop too. it. She's when in I this like, no, lavender th- bath. Yeah. When I yell no, he thinks we're joking. I'm like, do not drink the water. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> uh. Well, thank you, Sharla. Do you have anything else, Tristan? I don't. Is there anything, Sharla, that you that you feel like we missed that you wanted to talk about? Um, no. Cool. I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun, guys. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. Is there anything that uh, you're doing right now that you'd like to plug? Is is not suitable for work still happening? I'm not doing a goddamn thing. Uh, Drew and I, uh, the producer of Universe Ed, we have a podcast, Not Safe for Work. It's been on the back burner for a few months, but we're getting back into it soon. Sweet. So for anyone out there that hasn't listened to it yet, go back and catch up and We'll have some new episodes up soon. It's it's horrifying, people. I definitely recommend it. Yeah, don't listen to it. <laughs> Isn't that how you yeah, plug just it? Don't, don't listen don't, to don't listen podcast. to it. <laughs> Especially not at work, friends. Uh, great. Yeah, well, exactly. congratulations. 
Congratulations to Patrick. It was so good to finally hear your story. I wanted you on the podcast, but also I just wanted to talk to you and hear about it. <laughs> so very exciting. Awesome. Uh, Thanks, guys. Uh, so if you have any questions for Charlie, you want to talk about water birth, birthing naturally, midwives, doulas, you can go ahead and email us, baddestmothers at gmail.com, and we will relay those questions. And don't forget to check all of our social medias, maybe for pictures of Sharla and Matram and Patrick, or if you want to see my worm box, well, uh, put we'll it on share there. that with you. Uh, you can do all of that. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Baddest Mothers. Let us know if you have a guest or want to be a guest on our program or if you have any questions, comments, mom brains, etc. for us, shoot them our way. We got other guests coming up like a DCFS employee. Woo-woo! A uh, mom that didn't know she was pregnant until she done gave birth. A father of six. We have a lot of fun things coming up, so... yeah. Can't wait. Stay tuned, people. Stay tuned. Talk to you soon. We are Baddest Mothers in the Room. Oh, can you say bye-bye? Bye-bye. Nellie, can you say bye-bye? She's waving.